Hi, Mamas. Or Mamas to be. I'm Kayla. And I'm Tara. And welcome, welcome to, to Motherhood, motherhood Leaked. We're two first time mums leaking unfiltered tales of motherhood. Being there, getting there, and possibly getting lost along the way. Let's, Let's chat. chat. May contain swearing. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Motherhood Leaked. Hi, Kayla. Hi, Tara. Welcome back. Yes. Oh, well, <laughs> to welcome my couch. Back. Welcome back to my couch. <laughs> yes. How are you feeling today? Good, good. I'm um, both slept pretty well. I've found that now the nights are cooler. Thank God, because I've been hanging for this moment. Like, I feel like we're finally getting that autumn weather. I can rug bow up a little bit more, and he's sleeping so much better. Like, he doesn't sleep in, but I'm but happy getting, for unbroken sleep. You're getting some sleep. Yeah. I mean, look, I'm still waking up, but that's, I think it's the other baby. <laughs> I wake up always about four o'clock just to go to the toilet mm-hmm. uh, and then usually stay up for the whole time. But yeah. Uh, sleeping much better but I've been having like nipple pain and I couldn't remember with Bo because I'm like halfway through now second trimester Um, and Bo like I remember at the start of the pregnancy I had sore boobs that's normal but I'm just getting those lightning nipples like and my nipples are so sore like I just need to like press on them like they're just so I had that with Elliot when I was pregnant with Elliot Um, I was trying to remember before I'm pretty sure I, I had that quite early on um on and off through the pregnancy and it's not fun it's not a fun time well Mm. i just never expected it at this stage i guess Mm. maybe my boobs are remembering like (laughs) the last time i didn't like and i feel like they're like not leaking a little bit but maybe there's already milk there which i know that can't happen well no it actually does so um i actually with elliot again i leaked like i would if i was laying on the couch and like had pressure on my boobs they would leak from like it was like 15 weeks and really it, yeah and it can happen well so that was the, colostrum you're leaking at 15 weeks yeah and essentially wow. i never expressed I never it or that. anything but um essentially yeah your body is like getting ready to produce colostrum so the prolactin is is there in your body essentially what happens though is like once the baby's birth and the placenta is born that hormonally signifies to the body that the milk can be actually produced. Yeah. But at this point in time, yeah, your body's getting ready essentially. Yeah. So oh, that's, that's good. Yeah. Well, that's it positive. Good. Yeah. But it's just different because it's a different experience. I didn't have it this early. Yeah. With Bo. It's just a weird. I was like, why are my nipples on fire? <laughs> um, just, just to add to another yeah. thing of pregnancy, right? Exactly. I'm not getting, like, I still love being pregnant though. Like, a lot of people say the second time around is hard, which it is harder because obviously you've got a toddler that you're chasing after. Mm. Um, but I still, I love being pregnant. I'm not going to lie. Well, I'm glad otherwise it's going people. well, but. Um, maybe you could put the little booby, um, you know, those ice packs you got in the yes. gift box we were talking about last week. Maybe you could put those to use and true. Start some, early. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> yeah. And how's your week been? What you been yeah, doing? it's been good. I'm just, oh, I feel like I'm back in one of those waves of sleep deprivation of, yeah. Like I feel like I go through waves of coping with it and not coping with it. When I say not coping, just like I have actually got good strategies for coping with it now in motherhood, I feel, um, where I do like go easier on myself and, you know, have rest or naps in the day if Elliot naps, but if not, just take the pressure off myself to not do a heap of things. But in saying that, it's just physically my body. I can feel it like I've got heaviness around my eyes and just brain's not working as well. Yeah, like getting to Um, that point where it's starting to catch up. Yeah, it's definitely, um, yeah, I think now being this far into motherhood, I know it just comes in waves and you just got to accept where it, where you're at with it and not fight it. Yeah. Um, Definitely still challenging though. Like our bedtimes are just a bit like, challenging with Elliot at the moment and we know it's just developmentally appropriate and what works for our family works like we do co-sleep and we do lay with him to go to sleep and he still feeds to sleep at times but it's it's still challenging and that's okay like last night he was just not going to sleep and 
it was late and Troy and I, my husband, were both tired and we ended up all just getting up and eating guacamole and chips at nine o'clock <laughs> at night because what else were we going to do? It's like, it was like one of those, kind of night. It was one of those nights where you just got to laugh in, in case because you'll cry yep. if you don't. So, yeah. um, And they say it is good. Like I know it's easy to fight them and be like, go to sleep, go to sleep. But you know yourself, sometimes you lie there and you can't get to sleep. You've got all this energy you need to get out. 100%. This You're kid better was, off getting up. Like, he was not going – he was literally on the bed going, jump, jump. Yeah. And, like, you know, everyone has their own way of parenting. But for us, like, we are, like – we tell him, you know, we, it's bedtime, whatever. We've been doing that, though, for an hour. Like, yeah. <laughs> it gets to a point where you're like <laughs> – Yeah. And we're like, no. So, anyway. And then it was only – it wasn't actually that long. And then he went to sleep anyway. But, yeah, just in one of those waves of tiredness, but in full acceptance. So, that's okay. But like you say, I feel like there's something going on developmentally as well. Like, even with Bo – as they get closer to, it feels oh like it doesn't. My. It? I feel like they know. It's like I'm uh, getting towards the terrible twos, so I'm just going to start putting some things in practice now. <laughs> it's just that, like, I feel like for where Elliot's at, it's probably the same for Bo. It is. It feels to me like in in my gut, like my intuition is saying he's going through. I mean, children, babies, and children, they go through lots of developmental stages, but I just feel like it is one of those pivotal ones again, where it's yeah. like quite a lot for their brains. I feel like there's a lot of connections happening, and like he wakes up where he's not even fully awake and he's talking. Like, yeah. Um, and I remember he did that really young, where he was like babbling when he couldn't talk, and like it was like, yeah, like when they're learning to crawl, you know, that can interrupt their sleep, and when they're learning yep. to walk, and I just feel like he's going through he's like starting to talk in sentences so it's like his brain there's just so much going on and i guess when we sleep it is a time for our bodies to obviously rest and repair but also for them it is like their brain developing yeah so yeah or even the creepy lot. laughs in this oh my god the laughs. About that. Like, when both starts laughing sometimes i'm like uh please don't murder me like <laughs> and i'm like are you awake hello oh <laughs> and he's like fall asleep i'm like that at least he's having a nice dream must be having yes. something like a funny dream or something but it, that is creepy it is. um yeah the talk but it's just this week he's been very i think i've mentioned this in a couple of it but he's gotten a lot more defiant mm. um he pushes he's testing like i can mm. really tell he's testing the waters mm-hmm. like what he can get away with mm-hmm. Um, and I think we've had this discussion before about like a gentle parenting and things like that. Um, and you know, I'm all for bits and pieces of gentle parenting, but not a hundred percent. Let's be honest. I'm not like that gentle parent. That's so okay. Um, because I want to set boundaries for him. I want him to know that, you know, actually in life, like, unfortunately there are some rules that we have to follow, you know, like we want you to be respectful. Yeah. And there's like, there's consequences for actions. Like, and I think that, um, and this kind of leads into what we were going to talk about today, but like with. A parenting style like gentle parenting if you solely follow it it has got its downsides where it's mm. like yeah well how do these kids learn boundaries but i think yeah. that um and look that- I, like i'm speaking i don't know enough about gentle parenting to, yeah like in think- my mind i know people who have done it back in the day mm-hmm. um who were doing it unknowingly but when i yes. look at the what gentle parenting is today and i'm gonna say like their kids are assholes like they're grown up now <laughs> i love how like brutal you are but it's true no like, like I'm, I'm look i'm not saying that that's that's for everyone no. everyone is different now oh, we're a lot sure. more knowledgeable in a sense that like we've got a lot more to work with i guess and they were doing it unawares they were just super nice and never wanted to offend their kids and like would never like punish them for anything or like you're not that you have to punish but you know you can use i know what you're saying terms. i see it sort of as like we've come from this like place where our generation has seen how there was this extreme um kind of like that authoritarian style yep. parenting of like punish you punish children like yeah. you know and and that's because that's how they were raised and you know the generations before us and then obviously it was like well oh we don't want to do that like that yeah. hurt us essentially exactly. our yeah. in a child's like that hurt us so we don't want to do that so let's like see the child for who they are and you know give them the space but i think where what's really nice to see 
in the like the way that these that parenting styles are changing and the more I guess balance is coming back like it's not as an extreme it went from one polarity to the next from this really like yeah harsh style to then this very soft style where there was it's really hard I think you were saying like it's like kids should be seen and not heard like back in the day and even my mum she says that to me all the time she goes we didn't know any better yeah she's like we'd put you in a bouncer you'd be happy we wouldn't sit there and play with you like you kids Mm -hmm. interact today with your kids she's like Mm. it's amazing like Mm. mum knows that straight away she's like but we just didn't know any better like yeah exactly and then it's like the extreme of that though like from where they came from was then yeah to this I guess if you want to term it gentle parenting for what we understand it as what we're talking to is essentially where yeah it's almost like you want to be super nice to your children all the time yeah and there is a level of that where it's like the polar opposite of what we've been like come from yes and of course because it's a complete polar opposite there's going to be a downside to it but what I like to like that I'm seeing personally um in the space is that there's this balance coming back where it's like we can have parts of that where we recognize that children have feelings and that they're learning and they're developing and we can support them but um there is this need though for us to still be the the constant that puts the boundaries in yeah so i like to see it as like we put the boundaries in place like you know if we don't want them to stand on the table because it's dangerous yeah Yeah. we let them know but if the toddler still does it not punishing them but guiding them through it essentially like you know taking them down and if they get upset hold space for them to be upset exactly you know and again like i understand why you're upset i understand what like you were going to crack your head open mate. exactly and like you know i think on again going back to the polarity of like the old style of parenting was like you just wouldn't there was no space held for that feeling it was no. like well i've told you to get off the table you i'm should getting the wooden be- spoon out of the drawer yeah if you don't <laughs> stop crying fully like if you don't stop crying like you're going to get a smack essentially so we have all like developed this way of like squashing down our emotions whereas i think it's really nice now there is more and more parents talking and i can see it like even when i'm out and about and the people that i surround myself with it's like get them off the table if they cry yeah you just let them cry that's okay that's exactly right you know um and it's not about letting them then stand on the table like you hold the whole you hold the boundary yeah but you hold the space for the feelings we want to create like kind little respectful people you know who still have like we want them to have their voice and like Mm. be able to share that but you just have and i've i was saying the other week like in moments of frustration now because i get them i'm an aries so my patients can wear thin we're human and we're also mothers who don't sleep (laughs) and you know when you just have one of those days where they're at you and you haven't had much sleep just everything just feels like it's kind of falling Mm -hmm. apart um and now i used to kind of go away and like feel my feelings or whatever and mm-hmm. try not to bite Bo's head off and just yep. be like him you know mm-hmm. reflect to be like well it's me it's not him yep um but now I'm like you know what I just need to take a few breaths Bo so mommy's gonna breathe because yep. I'm just a bit frustrated and so I'll do it in front of him so he's like you know seeing that I'm coping with emotions too because I'm not perfect and I, love I will that. have little outbreaks and things like that um and there are some great people on Instagram that I follow they're called big big little feelings and i'll put the name because in case i've got it wrong mm-hmm. um and I've, I've watched a lot of the videos and they talk a lot about that about letting kids see that you're you know you've got yep. emotions too and you're not completely because i know our parents used to hide a lot from us 100 percent. like we up. never really got shown how to hold our emotions because they didn't model it but also yeah. they actually didn't know because their exactly. parents like it's a generational thing yeah but i love you actually brought that to my attention because you and i were talking about this last week i think and i was saying how um i've noticed myself like i get I know this within me that I get quite triggered on a physical level, like my body, like my chest will go tight at times when I'm usually when I'm tired or exhausted, when Elliot gets really upset. Like I, for the most part, like I'm good at holding space, but I'm human. And there's times where I'm like, like 
uh, and I internalize it because I don't, I know that there's that part of me that doesn't want to yeah. like traumatize him essentially. Yeah, so I'm course. like, oh my God, like I just can't even respond. I shut down kind of, but I was saying to you how I noticed it within me, there was this feeling of like tension and you were the one who said to me, you know, it's, I've actually started saying to Bo, like, this is how I'm feeling, which is actually amazing because we're, where I feel like personally I'm good at saying to him I see how you're feeling like I see that you're upset or we question him and say are you frightened are you scared are you angry you know or you know we we talk about his feelings yeah but I just love that you have talked about bringing up your own and showing them how we process our emotions um, in a healthy way so whether it is we're taking breaths you know and we're still there by them and even if we say you know I need to move away from you but I'm still here yeah like not abandoning them essentially we're still here but we're processing our own emotions I think that's that's a beautiful thing yeah well I came across I came across the perfecting perfecting this is me (laughs) this is me talking the perfect parenting style the other day I was like flicking through the phone as you do Um, and an article came up about lazy parenting and I was like, mm. and oh, it said, it spoke about it in a positive light. It was like, lazy parenting is a positive thing and can help your family. And I was like, uh, hello, I need to read this article. You're like, tell me more. And so I kind of went down the rabbit hole this late because I just thought it was this one-off article saying that scientists believe that, you know, we could be over-parenting our children and like being a lazy parent is, you know, by stepping back and letting them do things on their own a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, so they're not constantly fixing things for them yep. just so they can build up resilience. And yep. then I like looked into it a bit more and found it's like, trending as all these labels mm. are these days um there's actually quite a lot of information on it and because when i first mentioned it to kayla she did say she's i'm triggered right now <laughs> well i think i i misunderstood i thought that because you yeah. said that scientists had said that we're over parenting and blah blah blah. like i agree there is a level now i understand where you're coming from with it when i read it myself but what i thought it was implying was that um there are like I, I just fully took it wrong. I actually was thinking but about... But you do because lazy is usually a negative word. Like you usually... Yeah, I was actually thinking about how like there are a lot of parents these days, including us, like who are conscious of what we're, we're trying yeah. to be more conscious. And I was like, oh, it takes so much energy to actually be conscious parents. Yes. How can they call it lazy? But when I read it, I was like, oh no, I get it. What's happening is like we were saying earlier because of the polarity of like before it was very like children are seen not heard and now there's this generation of parents who are not wanting to be that for their children um there's this generation now who are overthinking being good parents and putting so much pressure on ourselves yeah and in turn what that is actually doing yes is is actually building a generation or has done like I i was a teacher um a few years ago and I could see it like these parents are trying it comes from a place of love it also comes from a place of fear that they don't want their children to go through what they went through so then they're trying to like overcompensate overcompensate essentially and it's a lot it's very stressful and actually it becomes more toxic for the child the intention is good yeah but it becomes more toxic but I love it actually when I read the article on lazy parenting I loved it too because I was like no this is the breath of fresh air that most mothers particularly and fathers are needing where it's like you know what you don't have to have it all figured out you can sit back and a good example of that is I was saying to you yesterday I was just feeling a bit tired and Elliot he loves like he's actually pretty good at just finding something to do without a toy essentially like we don't really take many toys out with us and at home even like it's just I don't really like when I say I don't like I I think about you know should I have all these activities out for him and I think about other children that go to daycare and you know there's all these like experiences available for them every day and multiple times a day and at home it's like we've got the same toys the same environment the same you know stimulus although you're out a lot we are out a lot but even at home we've been spending a lot of time at home and I was sitting there like thinking you know what like this is a part of that toxic 
sort of culture we've got around parenting and that and I guess this is where that ties into that lazy parenting where it's actually okay to go you know what my child is fine he will find something to do like yeah. and it's really good for them to do that yeah. because it actually helps develop creativity like definitely you don't want to serve everything up on a platter and be like here because no. that's like I said I've, like you get kids who are like I'm bored I'm bored and it's mm-hmm. like well, you're not bored because there's always like lots of stuff. Well, they are bored, but it's like boredom is perfect because yes, it, it makes you, it things. actually makes them think. Yeah. It develops the creative minds. Like it, yeah. it makes them think. But yeah, we've come to this, I think, point in time where so many parents are wanting to be the perfect parent, including myself. I noticed myself do that yeah, at times. Course. And yesterday I could even see it, but it's really good when you can see it in yourself and drop out of it and go, hang on, you know what? It's actually okay. And finding that happy middle ground. I think that lazy term is probably what you're talking to where it's that middle ground it's actually giving ourselves some grace yeah and being like you know what it's actually okay Definitely. we can we can still be good enough parents if they are just playing with a stick outside <laughs> yeah exactly and so what did you do to find a bit of peace you were saying yeah so yesterday um yeah i was feeling tired and i thought oh should i get out some different activity whatever and i was like just sitting with it and like I was saying in the last episode about um with like with guilt right I've gotten really good at witnessing my own thoughts like and noticing when these thoughts are coming up and questioning if they're truth essentially and I was like oh okay I can see it I've got these thoughts and my mind was in like literally picturing all these Instagram mothers like not even I'm not not the mothers I'm not going to say the mothers it's picturing the images of these children doing all these sensory activities that that's where my brain went to and I was like no hang on a minute like this is enough what he's got mm. and then next minute he said to me he's gone into the freezer and he wanted some berries but then he saw the bag of peas yeah now tara told me a while ago <laughs> about peas and how good frozen peas are for when you're like cooking dinner like oh, let the them eat yeah so tara that thank you for that one but he went to the peas and he wanted peas so i gave him some peas he took them outside and he ended up throwing them to the dogs. so we have two dogs and he was throwing them to the dogs and he was rolling them down a ramp and he was fully oh playing God. by himself i filled that container up of peas probably 10 <laughs> 15 times that's a cheap sensory play item great Jeez. and he was learning he was learning gravity yep. like he's rolling it down a ramp eye coordination so many things um and I just got to, I just sat and I did do some scrolling on my phone. I did, I did just chill and look at the trees. Like, yeah. and I laughed with him and other times I didn't like, yeah. and it was, it was actually fine. Like yeah. he was happy. I got some peace yeah. instead of going into the narrative that was playing in my mind of like, oh, he needs to do all these things. Yeah. So if I had have stuck to that and gone, yep. Okay. That's what I need to do to be a good enough mother. I would have created more stress yeah, for definitely. myself, which actually would have been and stressful would have been for enjoyable. him. Exactly. So yeah. I think that's where I guess I was a bit of a lazy parent yesterday, but in a beautiful sense. You. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was like me the other day. I was straightening my hair um, for like I told Kayla the other week I hadn't washed it in two weeks. I'm like, it's about time I wash it and do my hair. Um, so <laughs> right. I did it the other day and was straightening it. And Bo came into the bathroom and of course because I've got postpartum hair still from two years later it's all coming back now that I'm pregnant so that's good um but there's hair all over the floor and so Bo like picked up a piece of a strand of my thousands of hairs and was putting it in the bin and at first I was like oh that's disgusting because I hate hair like hair's gross um but I was like no it's not disgusting because he's really interested in it and he's like hair bin put hair bin I'm like that's a great idea so he literally spent it would have been 15 or 20 minutes picking up nearly every hair that I had like dropped on the floor Love and it. putting it in the bin and it was gross because I like, kept sticking to him and stuff but I tell you what I got my hair straightened I was like this, I'm looking fresh this is great and guess what 
fine motor practice. Yeah, exactly. And the he has to use clean. his pincer grip for that. See, like this is my this is great. Like this is lazy parenting, but how perfect he actually got a lot out of it, and you didn't have any stress, and you no. got to fill your cup. Next time, get the scissors out and cut my hair. And Seriously, like- <laughs> I was just gonna say, you, did you just stand there and keep plucking yeah, hairs out? Because I would have. <laughs> and you know what's funny too? I'm bald. I can bet you because I, like I mentioned before, I used to be a teacher. I worked in um, primary, and I did uh, like four years in prep so like with working with four to six year olds essentially um i can tell you right now if you set up a sensory activity like if you had have set up something with the intention of him to work on his fine motor skills which they do in like daycare and stuff right yep which is great but like they play with that for all of two minutes i can guarantee you they play with it for two to five minutes yeah the photo you get sent home it's like a snippet they literally it was as quick as that photo (laughs) But isn't it funny how the one that he engaged himself in, he oh, played with for longer. Ages. So it's like if we follow their lead and yes. we provide the environment, <laughs> yes, just be, it's great. That's it. And because we did that the other night, I think it was raining, and I've had this like pack put away for ages, sensory pack. I'm like, when it rains, oh, we're going to have like a rainy day. It's going to be so good. We'll have all these activities. It hasn't rained in Queensland for like 100 years. <laughs> well, it, not in Queensland, but in my suburb. It literally goes around me. <laughs> Um, and I've been hanging for rain, as oh you all know. God. So this one night it started raining. I'm like, oh my God, sensory toys coming out. So I set up the mat in the lounge room and got some like, it's a kinetic sand thing. It's got dinosaurs and dinosaur mm-hmm. eggs and like you bury them. And, Love that. Like we were doing a bit of digging. But like you said, it lasted all of, I think we got 10 minutes out of it. But yep. I was like so excited. Well, I was more excited about it than him. Yeah. He was just like, I found the dinosaurs. Okay, let's like get sand everywhere and play yep. somewhere else. That's um, so funny. And just wanted to put others, like he bought some rocks and stuff home from the park because he does every time. Mm-hmm. So we have like a little collection. He was like building with that. Yep. And he went back to those because, yeah, the sensory toy was just like. See, isn't it interesting though? And it's, it's not to say that these activities aren't great and you can't do them with your children. You definitely can. But it's yep. looking at the intention behind it. Yeah. And the expectation and the pressure we're putting on ourselves as parents and then yeah. how that's having a, having a ripple effect onto our children. It's like, is it actually serving them and us? And I'm all here for this lazy parenting thing right now. This well, is the I'm best thing reading, you've ever told so me. There's a motherly article about it mm-hmm. and it's actually got tips for practicing lazy parenting. Okay, let's so go. So I thought I should um, maybe read a couple out. Yep. So create a yes space and then let them have at it. So it's saying to find a spot in your home that you can set up for your child that allows them to freely explore anything and everything within it. It can be an entire room or an area of a room that you're able to contain. Fill it with age-appropriate items that do not require close supervision for safety. Then let your child explore while you step back. Obviously, it depends on your child's personality and yeah, like fully. what they're like. But that was like the other night I was cooking and Bo came and I was like, you need to hop out of the kitchen because like I had something hot on the stove. Mm-hmm. But he was in the cupboard right under the stove. Mm-hmm. But he of found course. two metal containers, um, mm-hmm. drinking containers. I'm like, oh, yeah, take them into the lounge room. That's fine. Take mm-hmm. those. So he dragged them into the lounge room and was playing with these metal drink containers mm-hmm. for ages. Mm-hmm. And it was like he was saying, it wasn't planned. It was just like this random no, it's thing. It's just that, following the lead. Yeah. What, what um, I was thinking about with that tip was what pinged into my mind is it's essentially like a Montessori philosophy of like yes. you create a yes space in your home like your home and this is where it's like the lazy parenting what is a really nice gem of this is it's coming back to that neutral ground of like a middle ground of like you don't have yeah. to have you don't have to follow the whole Montessori way of like yeah. creating a, a entirely yes space in your house you can if you want great and if it's not stressful for you great but if you yeah, don't have the ca- if you don't have the capacity to do that yeah just taking these little like gems where you're like okay cool I know that they're in this space there's like nothing that's gonna I'm gonna have to intervene with essentially like and it takes the pressure off that's pretty cool i like that one definitely tip number two get comfortable with natural consequences giving your child responsibility involves accepting that there will be times they do not want they do not sorry need to read 
I need glasses, people. There will be times that they do not do what they need to do. Lazy parenting accepts this and says that, within reason, children should suffer the natural consequences of their decision. Yes. For example, consider the middle school child who is old enough to pack their backpack each night. Previously, say, mum checking, making sure the homework was done. Um, and then following, following lazy parenting, the mum walks her child through the process and then leaves the child to handle the actual checking and packing herself. On the days she remembers to follow the routine, everything works out well and the child feels confidence and pride in their ability. On the days that she skips what she knows she's supposed to do, homework assignments are forgotten at home and then you have consequences for that. 100%. So yes. that's like we were talking and about before. Like- exactly, and it comes back to life has consequences, but I think um, it's also about now yeah you allow the them to go through that experience because yes being a teacher i would see the mothers who would run in with the you know they drop off the homework and that's really nice too the intention is great but the child doesn't learn there's no consequence right they don't even know the feeling of forgetting because their mother's always there to pick up the pieces or their father yeah um or just a parent uh, sorry like a parent figure but in, essentially with that they're learning natural consequence but the other thing is it's like if we can just hold the space and go yeah it's okay you're upset like you didn't you didn't take it in today and that's okay and not shaming them yeah like and not being like oh you should have done that because you know the the polarities of parents that that came down really hard on their kids and were like oh you know we told you you shouldn't have forgot that you did bad but it's actually just being like that's okay it's not good it's not bad it just is like it feels uncomfortable like obviously deal with you appropriately like exactly like there's consequence and that's okay and it doesn't make you a bad person because you forgot like you just forgot but like let's you know but they can have that experience then they know the consequence so then they're more likely to learn from it yeah it is hard though. I notice in myself, like particularly with safety things, like I know. with toddlers, like I'm like, oh, like, you know, when they're playing and they're like, I find myself saying, don't like, you know, I, I know not in my mind, I'm like, it's more helpful to not point out the danger in terms yes. of what they're going to break or like, you know, like yeah. themselves, but it's hard not to be like, oh, don't run too fast. You might fall. But it's like, they kind of need to learn to fall. Like, cause then they yeah. will slow down. I was even thinking Elliot was in the bath yesterday and he was standing up and he actually jumped. And I was like, I straight away was like, be careful like you'll slip and hit your head and I flash back to a vision of me doing that as a child and I was like but see I learned that I don't want him to crack his head open I'm not saying that but I'm no. also saying that like we've got to learn to like be just be there for them yeah. essentially and be there with the band-aids and wipe their tears but no I'm not saying don't let like I'm not, you yeah, know what I'm saying don't do dangerous shit <laughs> don't do dangerous shit but also it's gonna be okay but yeah I like that one of the natural consequence and it's it is again taking that step back and not having to think because i feel like again with mother guilt and the mother load it's that overthinking yeah it's that oh my god i have all these children and they need all these things and xyz has to be planned out and their lunch boxes have to be packed obviously we want to feed our children obviously we want them to thrive yeah but it's okay if it's not perfectly laid out for them and there are mistakes oh, like definitely. and it's the same with us like we yeah. can actually show them how we work through our mistakes yeah and you give them the option to like i know Bo can get really frustrated um when he's trying to do something, you know, say it doesn't work, say he's like building oh, his blocks yeah. up and things like that. And then he like does the big hit and <laughs> yeah. like knocks the whole tower down because he's frustrated because he couldn't get that one block on. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always say, look, I'm here if you need help. But, yeah. you know, I know you can do it again. Mm-hmm. So just giving them that, you know, Space. reassurance. And that you're like, there. And he does, like the good thing with both, like he will say, help, I want help, mummy. Like, 100%. so now he's, le- he's learned that, which is good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I try, I do try and let him do some things on his own, but the frustration just comes out sometimes and he starts. The other day he kicked his, he was riding his bike in the house mm-hmm. and he kept riding, this is what I'm talking about, him being really defiant. Mm-hmm. And he kept crashing into the wall, like mm-hmm. really purposely, not, mm-hmm. and like just stand there and like crash. I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, 
we're probably not going to keep running into the walls because like we're in a rental and yeah. the walls are already stuffed. <laughs> yeah. and, and that's just not how we ride bikes. If you want to no. ride the bike in the house, I'm happy to let you do that. But if you keep crashing into the wall, I'm going to take ride it away the bike. from you. Exactly. So. It's like the table thing, right? It's like you, so you hold the boundary. Yeah. So it's like you hold the boundary and then uh, like it's holding space though for if you take the bike away, he's going to get upset. Yeah. Well, he did because yes. he kept doing it because he yeah. was looking straight at me like, I know I'm yeah. testing you. Mm-hmm. And Brenton's on the couch in the background. I could hear Brenton like he, I knew Brenton was laughing because it was, look, it was, I was trying not to laugh, but you, you can't because it's yeah, like, no. they, this is what he's testing me on. Um, thank God for my acting skills. <laughs> so Brenton's like, Brenton was turned away. So bro couldn't see, but I just like, you know, you mm. can tell, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and so I'm trying, I'm like, okay, look, I told you not to do it. You've gone and done it again. So now you're getting it. Like I'm taking your bike away from you. We're putting it in the garage. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to rip him off the bike. He would, he, he wouldn't would let, not go. let go of the bike. Mm-hmm. He's like had his thigh grip on the bike. Like his hands were off them and I just had him under his arms. <laughs> That's why it was so funny. Cause his little legs were holding on to the bike so tight. And I'm yeah. like, I couldn't balance. Like, yeah. I was just like, you, that was really smart of you. And yeah. like, I'm trying my hardest not yeah. to laugh. Cause it was, it was quite funny. Um, and then he was losing his mind, but I'm like, no, I'm, I've got to pry your legs off. Just so yeah. you know, like we're, yeah. we're taking the bike away. Yeah. And so I've ended up putting the bike away, but it's just like, I'm not going to like, if I had just kept saying, yeah, I'm not going to take it away. And I never did. Yeah. Then that's he would that, be like, well, that's that gentle parenting. I feel like yeah, that's where, definitely. I mean, look, it's only on our level of what we experience it as, but that's where I've seen gentle parenting. It's like, you just keep saying it. You don't want the child to get upset. So then you just yes. keep saying it. You keep saying it. You never follow through, which actually creates distrust yeah. and uncertainty. Absolutely. But actually, if you hold a boundary firm and then hold the space for him to be upset, like, and yeah, you can even, it's, it's not easy. Like we get no. frustrated. It's like, fuck, like just, can you stop yeah, child yeah, like definitely. i have those i'm like stop like just stop running my house <laughs> but yeah. yeah like i like to think of it as like um you know of course they're gonna they're gonna test but i actually i, I i've mentioned to you before i don't think i've mentioned it on the podcast i'm all for just like taking little snippets away from things that you know um resonate i guess yeah. with different parenting styles and yeah 100%. anything really in life um there's a something I came across very early on. I think Elliot was only like six months old. Six months old. Um, it's called aware parenting. Yeah. It's a conscious parenting style, essentially. Um, and it talks about how it's basically like that children thrive on connection. Yeah. Um, and they also will test. The testing is actually testing. Will my mother or father still be lovely. there in the hard time? Yeah. So like, if I do this, if I keep pushing. Will they still be there? So a toddler that's wanting to stand on the table, it's like, are you still going to be there for me when I do the wrong thing? Yeah. Like, how are you going to show love to me? And it's not, and I think that's where like the gentle parenting, it's like, oh, well, I, I'm I'm being a bad mom if I make him upset. It's like, yeah. no, actually, I'm going to be here for you even when you're sad. That's it. You know, and holding the space. And I think that, love that. Um, that's something that really helped me to get comfortable because I definitely know I found it challenging and I still do at times find it challenging when Elliot gets upset because I know for me as a child, I didn't necessarily have my feelings held. So then I'm like, oh, I want to, I don't want to upset you. But yeah. I now can see how important it is for us to be that constant and put the boundaries in place. And I also try to see it too as like, um, and it did come from this aware parenting concept of like when they are being defiant and in, I put it in inverted commas because children are, are naturally here to connect with us. They're not like, they're not here to be, assholes essentially yeah they're not plotting out there <laughs> no movie, they, they are smart yes yeah. but it come everything is developmental and it's coming from a connection place and yeah so whenever if like elliot was doing the same elliot does the same thing like he'll yeah. ride the ha- bike around the house and then he'll start running into the walls or whatever 
I try to look at it from two parts. I try to look at it from putting the boundary in and holding the space, but then also that yes space as well to like, okay, well, if he's running into the walls and he wants to ride his bike, why don't we just go ride it somewhere else? Yeah. So it's like not being gentle as in like not putting the boundary in, but also picking and choosing, okay, well, what is he actually trying to, like, what are we, What? where are we at? Like, yeah. have I actually put time in and played with him today? Or like yeah. for in the last 10 minutes, you know? Yeah. So I think, yeah, if any, I think that's a good, one to look up if you're just curious on a different way of parenting so is it where is that a, is that a web um instagram is that a, I think or is it just a style par- it's like a it's style but there is if you just search aware parenting on um instagram there's a lady yeah. called i think her name's lau stone okay. she has heaps of resources we might even try and get her on a podcast actually because she's Ooh. super um and marion i can't think of her name marion Oh, I'll put, put it in the show, show notes, notes yeah. but um yeah they're they're really good i found you know it's like anything there was stuff for me that didn't resonate but and that's right it's like pulling from each one it, it is like after i put the bike away i was like he was losing his mind and i'm like mm. i'm here if you want to hug like i'm yeah. so happy to like you yeah. know but unfortunately he made the wrong decision and yeah this is what's happened yeah um but yeah it's definitely like like i think that's what the i mean look we've got so much information out there these days yeah there's a lot um and sometimes it's too much but it is nice to be able to pull from different things and be like well see what works what and, works and what doesn't exactly and because you do want to like you know bring kids up differently to you know how our mm-hmm. parents were raised and things like that um not that it was all bad like some people no were, definitely not you know, you know they what did have the you know the knowledge i i see it as it's a genuine like parents our parents the parents before their parents they all did the best they could with what they had with what they knew yep it's Absolutely. like us we know better in certain ways so we do better and it doesn't mean we're going to yeah. be perfect we're still going to our, our children will become parents and go wow like my parents did this i'm going to do that like yeah i think and that's where i do coming back to this lazy parenting i love it because it, it actually for our generation of parents it actually is a breath of fresh air because yeah. it's giving a bit of grace to the parents that are really um, all parents have the best intention for their kids they all do but the parents the mothers who are very much like us i think that can yeah. resonate with us who get into those overthinking modes yeah it's nice to have that breath of fresh air to go you know what it's actually okay if i don't have you know this sensory activity and he's plucking hairs off the floor yeah exactly <laughs> try it yes um and it's exactly what you said it's what maya angelo was famous like for saying it was like do the best you can until you know better yep but then when you know better you do better 100 percent. and, and sometimes true. and also though again having that grace of on yourself that sometimes you just you're learning and you just won't like yeah. you will in moments have moments of like where you just go oh like just stop like you know yeah, you don't course. hold space for their feelings but yep. i see that i reflect on that now and go well i need to hold space for my feelings yeah like it comes back Definitely. to me first and it's also that matter of like yeah we might lash out and be like oh mate you're driving me nuts or you say yep. something that you regret mm-hmm. but then you own up to it and be like oh look i was a bit angry yep like i know he's 22 months old and he probably can't understand but a they lot actually it, do but... on some level oh really well look, i feel like I they know. do like our kids are very switched on like all kids are i feel like um if you soften to your child and speak to them, yeah, I feel like on some level it resonates. Oh, definitely. Yeah, you can definitely like he's like, especially now I can have conversations with him. Like, yeah, not a lot of them make sense, but we can definitely have conversations. Yeah, but then it's just a matter of doing it, so he knows that like, yeah, you know, I lashed out at you, and I'm sorry for like you're just apologising for your reaction. So it's exactly. like that whole thing of just noticing. Exactly, and and I think it comes back to like that term conscious, like we're con- being yes. more conscious about what we're doing. And I think isn't that a style? I mean, I don't know. I think conscious parenting is conscious a style. parenting, aware parenting. I think they're very much similar. Um, um, something in that they t- I think in the aware parenting they talk about um repair yeah. so like if you make a mistake you repair you yeah. go back and you actually say like um, we're repairing here like and you can yeah. actually say that to them like you know this is what happened this is how i was feeling like you did like and i think yeah. that's a beautiful thing like yeah i know um 
sometimes I say to Elliot, like, oh, I don't, I don't consciously say it. I say it and then I realize that I'll go, oh, stop. You're being annoying. Like, that's annoying. Yeah. And he started going, annoying, annoying. So I'm uh. like, oh, he fully knows. <laughs> like, and like, I think as well, the reason why I say I think they know is because what I've noticed with Elliot now that he can, he's verbalizing more and more, there's stuff we've been saying to him most of his life that all of a sudden he'll just say it. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that yeah, they know. Yeah, they yeah. know, and it's just they can't verbalize it. Yeah. So I think it's giving them credit, more credit. And, and you going. can see them, like, Bo's a real watcher and listen. Mm. Like, Brent and I will think Bo's not watching or listening, and we'll say something, oh. and then he'll repeat it, like, two minutes later, and you yeah. are like, mm, okay, maybe mm-hmm. he knows a bit more than we think. Yes. Um, But, yeah, it is they're, – they're clever little cookies. It's They scary. are. Like, nearly two. Can you believe that? I don't even know where the time oh, – well, I do know where God. it's gone, but, like, it goes in a blink. And it, yeah. And it's that whole thing of like, I read this, oh, I don't know who was saying it to, I think I mentioned it to you the other week about um, when you are in that frustrated mode and things mm-hmm. to picture yourself time traveling and you've come back to this moment. So your kid's grown up and he's for their 20 or whatever, they've moved out of the home, and, but you've been lucky enough to time travel back to this time mm-hmm. and it puts you back in the moment. And you're like, okay, well, yeah. if I was, I would be missing this. I know I will in, you know, yeah. and I know that he's frustrating me now and he's like, you know, some days he's crashing into walls and driving me nuts. But yeah. You'll be like, oh, imagine You'll I wish- could go back and have that time again, like to put yourself back in the moment. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's a really good tool to use. Like, obviously you can't always do that. We're not perfect. No, we have bad and days. some days. They have bad days. Sometimes we have bad days together and that creates like really bad days. Yeah. But that's, you know, you just, we get through it, don't we? We do. And I think um, that with that, like, you know, thinking that one day they won't be this little and some days it works and it does. It helps you come back to the present moment. Yeah. Some days for me, I know that I actually found that really challenging advice in the early days, particularly. And I think I talked about this in the newborn episode when people would say to me, it's okay, it'll pass. Like, oh, yeah. It, yeah. You know, um, it, like, yeah, they'll grow up quicker than you realize. I remember I found that really frustrating because it was like, at the time I never knew when the hard was going to stop and yeah. I was like I didn't even know at that point when the days and nights were starting and ending um I found that really challenging so yeah at times it's it's amazing I do do that often at the yeah. moment because I feel like we have got it's to that place age. where he's nearly two and I'm like oh my god this is going so quick yeah and like he at the moment he asked me to hop in the bath most nights he's like yeah. mommy in bath and like there's a big part of me that's like, oh, I don't want to get in the bath because it's like literally not even yeah. covering me. <laughs> but I'm like, I know it's not going to be long and he's never going to want me to be in the bath yeah. with him. And I probably won't want to be in the bath with the teenage boy anyway. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> yes, I'm going to get in the bath with you now. But, yeah, I think it's just, again, it's like having that grace for ourselves. Like I do have this feeling that like a lot of the – like you were saying before the bad days where you're both having a bad day it's usually because as mothers we're not just dropping in and taking the pressure off ourselves yeah we're having we're holding expectations on ourselves we're yeah. we're carrying the guilt we're not being present with ourselves enough yeah um so the more again we can be conscious of ourselves and our own needs it will filter down to our children and yeah and having that lazy approach essentially yeah that's it making the most on those any days. other tips on that list that were like that stuck no, out those are two main tips so there's not a lot, that was just there's two. Not a lot to it <laughs> oh well it's quite simple just and don't look, ever if you go and read the article, we'll post it on Instagram yeah. or something. Um, yeah, let's do that. Yeah, it's if you go and read the article, there's a lot more information in there. But mm. I just came across it and thought it was really interesting. I'm I like, love that. Mm, let's um, let's chat about that. Yeah, great. Well, that was a good one. Well, um, we might leave it there. Yep. And yeah, we will see you guys next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>